What's going on, all you nostalgic dinosaurs? <laughs> I'm your host, Corbin, Corbin Andrews, and join along beside me is a man whose pants are almost as vast as the galaxy that we know. Vast? Yeah, I'm wearing a galaxy shorts today because I'm out of shorts. So anytime he's out of clothes, his <laughs> clothes get really elaborate. <laughs> yeah. So I got yeah, we've talked about his elaborate clothes. I've got some galaxy, galaxy shorts, galaxy athletic shorts that I never wear in public. But anyway, <laughs> and on across the way, we have Kendra Mickles. Hello, I'm here. And we have our first guest today. Our first, first guest, guest ever. Um, it is my husband and star of the All the Books Show podcast, Eric Mickles. Hi, everybody. What's up, man? What's that was up? It. That was my hello. <laughs> that was he, it. He um, is an expert on our topic today, so we had to we had to bring him in. Lego maniacs. Yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you you really are an expert of the Breakfast Club. I'd yeah. Say. yeah, that's what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's why we brought that's why we brought you in. Emilio yep. Estevez's filmography. It's <laughs> funny. You know, I always forget Emilio Estevez was in the first Mission Impossible because he's only in it for like fifteen minutes. Mm. Oh, yeah. I've only seen that movie. He's once. only he's only in Mission Impossible as much as there are certain dinosaurs in a certain movie. We'll be oh, oh, look at that, Eric! I look I promise you, his list is long, and he has a longer list in his mind of things he's gonna say. So. We, we should get into it. Um, she said you deal. guys like fun facts. We do. We love fun we facts. We do. So uh, um, what, what have your elf eyes seen, you guys? Legolas, what do your elf eyes see? Well, actually, I have been meaning to bring this up on the podcast, and it's fitting that Eric is on this when <gasps> I talk about it, because about two weeks ago, we watched the new, or the recently made, well, it's not recently made. Never mind. Hmm. King Kong, the Peter Jackson one. Nice. Hey. Uh, because Eric convinced me over the Christmas break to yeah. watch it. Um, and so I did. Um, I liked it. You hadn't I, seen it? Look, no, no I you had seen had, it with me. <laughs> yes, I had seen it David. once when it first came out. I was the one who hadn't seen it yet. Oh, Christian okay. had seen it. I remember it being a big deal because it was like Peter Jackson's first movie. Yeah. After Lord of the Rings, yep. Well, I liked it. I it it does take a lot. It's like three hours long. Yeah. So it takes a long time to uh, get into, uh, which is kind of what I've heard of the the critique of Peter Jackson is it, he kind of takes a long time to get the the story going. But it was good. I really enjoyed it. I don't know if it the 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 scene where they're running through with the dinosaurs, I kind of felt like didn't hold up very well. Mm-hmm. Like CGI um, wise, or yeah, just... yeah, but uh, well, the dinosaurs are kind of a goofier design throughout. Yeah, but all in all, I liked it. I know that that Peter Jackson is like a huge uh, monster fan yeah. in his own right, so it kind of felt like kind of a kind of like a, a passion project more than more yeah, than anything. He so. was sending up a lot of stuff in that. He, I mean, he was sending up the original King Kong, but he was also like just old school Hollywood and old school mm-hmm. adventure films. Yeah. And so yeah. like that first hour was a big deal. I remember people saying, cause it was like the same way people were excited when they did a whole like CGI Rome for gladiator was mm-hmm. like, he 
the same thing with uh, 1930s New York and King Kong. Yeah, I loved. I I made the comment to Christian that I loved the way he he made uh made New York look in the yeah. beginning and everything. So, but I yeah, can, I enjoyed I, it. I consider that the definitive King Kong. Yeah, mm. yeah, I would. I'd say so. the same. But yes, um, it's three hours then, long. <laughs> yes, so long. yeah, you just kind of have to get yeah. get into that. And yeah. I'm not a huge Adrian Brody fan, so well, Jack Black is a sociopath movies. in that movie. He sure is. <laughs> I sure. I like Jack Black in it, honestly. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think he plays that character well. I can't remember what he says after everybody dies. He's like, "We'll we'll put something in the credits for five, him or something." Like five percent. <laughs> we'll go to the proceeds for his family or something. Yeah. Yeah. Family, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, this week was a very sad time on Sunday as the Patriots are going to like their twentieth oh, Super Bowl. I'm so hey, sick of it. I'm a Patriots fan. Yeah. yeah. I'm going yeah. to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I know. Again, we're watching so, another Super Bowl. Well, with the so in order to get over that depressing thought, I at first was like, well, I'll watch something funny. And then I remember y'all told me to watch The Raid, which wasn't funny, oh, but yeah. a great action movie. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Watching dudes beat each other up will yeah. just be as good. The, action, so, the fighting in that movie is so good. It's so That fun might be one of the best. That's might be one of the best fighting movies I've seen yeah. in a really long time. I think I watched it with him. I thought it was really good. I think one of my favorite moments in it is when he's beating up the guy in the hallway, and the guy's pretty much already dead and falling, but he continues to beat his head into the wall like three more <laughs> yeah. times before he, like, he lands. Hits, he like hits every tile yeah. on the way yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, but he's already out for the count. He's just insult yeah. to injury. <laughs> yeah, it definitely felt like a. Uh, like a judge dread uh yeah. just being in a building and fighting your way out yeah. for an hour and 30 minutes yeah. um so yeah i enjoyed it i mean if you if you don't have a problem reading subtitles it's a great it's a great yeah. hour and 30 minute action movie so yeah. Yeah. um Agreed. and then to, today i finished jack ryan Jack Ryan, didn't Dad finish it today too? Did you both finish it today? Oh, I said I finished it. Dad finished oh, it a while ago. Oh, you sent that text. Okay, sorry. Yes. Got it. Yes. So, yeah. So I finished it. Loved it. I really enjoy Krasinski in that role. I think he does it pretty well. Satisfying ending, I'll say. Yeah, I thought uh, so too. So yeah, it's it's interesting. I'm interested to see kind of how they take it moving forward. I think the next season comes out in April. You gonna get um, to the books? You gonna read them all? No, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Those are. Yeah, I feel like I know enough of like like I knew that he was a marine and that he got into an accident just from seeing yeah. the other movies. I feel like I know enough to be to be satisfied. But Christian, Christian walked in at literally the last 15 minutes when I was watching it, and I said, Christian, get out. <laughs> if you watch it, it's going to ruin it. He says, you think I'll ever watch that show? So, An action show? Yeah, a show. I kept asking Christian if he was bored. After every guy like got beat up in the raid, I was like, Christian, are you bored? This must be boring. It's an action movie. <laughs> but it's kind that of a horror really film like... at times. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of terrifying. The the but... guy trapped the guy in the walls. That's yeah, uh... being in the walls. Oh is scary. man, yeah, 
Yeah, it was pretty brutal. Like the beginning, like captured your attention. Yeah, pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, it, it gave us all we needed to know in like the first five minutes of like he's just a cop. You know, he's got a wife and kid on the way, and yeah. he's got to get somebody back. You yeah. know, and and that's it. That's all you need. So, but yeah, that's about it. Chris, what have you been uh, up to this um, week? Besides, excuse me, besides South Park. Well, okay, like there's nothing else right now. I've, I've still been watching South Park a little bit, but I haven't really been watching a lot lately. Um, what season are I you watched on? All this. Um, I am on 13, I think. Oh, you're probably farther than I ever got then. Eric loves South Park. I think I've only, I think, well, she says that, but I think I've only ever watched the first 10 or 11 seasons. Gotcha. That's it. You've talked about going back and watching Some of the new ones are pretty funny. Um, I mean, the the ones that I'm watching like at this period were the ones that I've wa- I wa- started watching when I was in high school. Yeah. In middle school probably. So, those bring back a lot more memories or or those are all ones that I remember watching back I was, in the day. Uh, I was playing World of Warcraft when they did the World of Warcraft <laughs> episode. <laughs> and I think I, 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 like, one. Like one of my I think I took like a t- I took that I took an episode long break of World of Warcraft to watch that episode so I could then go back to World of Warcraft. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I the uh, I love all of those. Uh, I think the Walmart one is in that season. <laughs> I love that he talks one. Talks about the Walmart one a lot. The yeah. Walmart one's so funny. I love Stan's dad. Yeah, he's so like, good. He's so he's dumb. I think I think though <laughs> I quote the uh Aspen episode more than yeah. any other episode I've period. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so That's the, the pizza and french fries too. you're going to have a bad time, I'm pretty sure. You're going to have a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The Darsh guy. Yeah. What's up Stan Darsh? <laughs> Classic. That's so awesome. (laughs) So I haven't really... I've been uh, reading some. I read uh, Darth Maul Shadowhunter. I've been following this on Goodreads. I know, I saw it. Baited breath. (laughs) Yeah. It was was pretty good. Um, I didn't like the short stories. That's Mm. why I kind of gave it a three stars, because half of the book now is like two short stories. Um, But uh, yeah, the Shadowhunter part was, was pretty cool. All right. You might like uh, Star Wars Mall Lockdown. Yeah, that's my next one that yeah. I'm going to try to read. Be inter- I didn't love that one, so it would be interesting to see what you think of it. Yeah, I'll probably agree with... I, I read your... actually looked at your review the other day. It's uh-huh. like, huh, maybe I'll... You didn't like it as much as I expected, so... Yeah, well, different strokes. Maybe I mean, I'll save that one for later. <laughs> I kept waiting for stuff to happen that didn't, so maybe I just wanted more from it. But you yeah. would you say would you recommend Shadowhunter? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's all right. Totally <laughs> I wouldn't say okay. So Darth Bane was my favorite one so far. Yeah, those are good. Um, and so I, I'm gonna read the the other two Darth Bane books, and then yeah. I've got all the X Wing books, so I'm gonna read those at some point. I went through like a right before Force Awakens. I just I picked up like one Star Wars book, and then I picked up another one and another one. And before like Force Awakens was out, I had just read like ten Star Wars books. I had never read like any of those oh, novels I ever. Remember. Mm. I remember, and I, I and they were all like villain books. Yeah, and I just yeah, kept, I, yeah. I like the villain books. Yeah, 
That's probably the ones I'll be most interested in, honestly. Yeah, Darth <laughs> Darth Plagueis was pretty interesting. Uh, the Darth Bane ones, the the Ventress one, I can't remember what it was called. Dark Apprentice, I think. So. Oh yeah. Lords mm-hmm. of the Sith. That's another one. I'll just keep. Oh listing yeah, things. Lords of the Sith looks cool. Yeah, Lords of the I Sith. I do want to read fun. that. Yeah, but yeah, the, those books really. Uh, I mean, they're fast reads. Like I think I read that in a week or less. Yeah, I've never seen you read a book. I've never read. I've never read a book that fast. I'm not a speed reader at all. So. Um, yeah, but that was cool. So, um, that's all I've seen, really. That's all my eyes have been upon. What about y'all? Well, this week we watched Isle of Dogs, which is, um, the Wes Anderson movie that is nominated for Best Animated Movie. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. And it was, uh, I mean, Wes Anderson is... Uh, probably my favorite director so it had you know that classic Wes Anderson humor and um, the dogs were really cute and (laughs) it was just Mm -hmm. a good movie Um, I think Spider-Man is going to take it for that category but I wouldn't be surprised if they gave it to Isle of Dogs Brian Cranston's Mm -hmm. pretty good in it yeah Brian Cranston, Jeff Goldblum um, who else? There's so many good voices in it. Um, Edward Norton is in it. He's in like every Wes Anderson movie. Eric, um, did you uh, did you enjoy it? I did. I enjoyed about like there there it, it goes back and forth between the Isle of Dogs and their story, and then what's happening on mainland Japan. And mm-hmm. when we were over in mainland Japan, it was less interesting because it was kind of like. Uh, over dramatic politics and uh, this foreign exchange student from America who wasn't that interesting, and that that would lose me. And then we get back to the dogs, and I'm like, the dogs are just the dogs are just so funny or uh, interesting, and so yeah. I just wanted to be back there all the time. Gotcha, I'd gotcha. Agree, I'd agree with that. Um, <clears throat> I finished Parks and Rec again for like the fifth time. Wow, uh, choked up. I watched the whole last season, even the episode I always skip. Where Ron and Leslie um, figure out why they're mad at each yeah. other. Um, gotcha. Because that episode makes me really sad, but I watched it. Um, so, finish that again. Um, David Tennant, who's one of my favorite people ever, uh, is starting a podcast. And it's called David Tennant Does a Podcast With. And he's just going to like talk to people, like celebrities and stuff. Um, so he just put out a teaser. It hasn't fully come out yet, but I am so excited. I always have to put out three plates at dinner. One for her, me, and David Tennant if he's, if he's going to be there. I keep inviting him. He hasn't, yeah. he hasn't so, come to dinner I'm yet. always like, do really? I, I don't think he's going to show. He's like, he might! <laughs> so. I find that always always uh, funny that you like him so much. Uh, yeah, I love it. Well, I'm a big yeah. Doctor Who fan, and that was the first thing I saw him in, so um, yeah. he's my yeah. favorite Doctor. She, she she took her vows with me before she knew who <laughs> David Tennant was. Ah, uh, that's how you lucked out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and lastly, I've made some progress in my Peter Jackson making of Lord of the Rings book. Um, mm. It's very good. It's moving a little slowly because we had to, like, get through like it took them forever to get the rights to make lord of the rings and then when they got the rights it took them forever to find a um company that would make like give them the money to make the movie um which i didn't realize i mean new line was like their last ditch yeah 
Yeah, I knew that. I didn't know that. Yeah, and um, it's funny everything. that we were talking about King Kong because he had actually tried to make King Kong before Lord of the Rings. King Kong was like the movie that made him want to be a director when he saw the old one. Yeah. And so he was yeah. trying to make it and Universal like dropped it. And they were mm. like, no, we're not making this anymore. And then he went and made Lord of the Rings and then went back and made wow. it. That's probably because so, Godzilla bombed. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. That was that universal, yeah. I think, right? And then that yeah. bomb, yeah. they're like, well, no, I think they stop. had said that um, that wasn't universal. Kong and Godzilla were like too similar, and so they didn't want to make mm-hmm. Kong because Godzilla was being made, which is stupid. That's funny because but... like the late '90s had a bunch of like big gorilla movies. Anyways, you had yeah. Congo, you had Mighty yeah. Joe Young. Mm. Oh yeah, Corbin, remember oh, Mighty funny. Joe Young? <laughs> oh, Mighty Joe Young. I named a cat Joe because I loved that movie. <laughs> Make you we cry. Got a, we got a cat, and I named him Joe. Did make you cry. Watched when you it thought he died so much. Meal? Probably. Did you watch it that much? We right. watched it a lot. Yeah. We watched it and it's so not much. Good. By the end of it, I did not even care. I remember happened. watching it with my grandmother, and the Ferris wheel collapses, and you think Joe is dead, and my grandmother's like, "He's just not meant for the world." <laughs> and I was like, "Huh? Some things aren't meant for this world." <laughs> So, but then, he, but then he's okay, and I'm like, "See, Grammy." Mm. So, well, Kendra, uh, yeah. did you uh, did you prepare a list? I did. How about let's like, let Eric go first and talk about what he's been watching? And then oh, right, 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 right. I just, you know, y- y'all are married, so I just assumed yeah. y'all. Well, I will, well, yes, we did watch, but separate from Kendra, on my own, we're equal but separate here. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, Corbin, when you, last you saw me, I had just finished season two of Gotham. I was going to ask At you, At this how point, is I just finished season four of Gotham. Wow. So I've only watched 44 episodes since I last uh, spoke <clears throat> to you, Corbin. Gotcha. Uh, let me tell you, that is a show. Yeah. Yeah? Is uh, it a good show? It, Listen, there's been a big hole in my life without, ever since... Yeah, waking up without Gotham. Up to, uh, yeah. to Gotham every yeah. morning. You must be yeah. like... The sun says it's morning, but how can I know without Eric just silently <laughs> right, sitting on the couch right. watching I Gotham with subtitles? I thought about texting you, hey, is it morning? Are you watching Gotham? Yeah. But yeah, I just decided not yeah. to. Look, so I've watched all four seasons of Gotham. Uh, I did that only because they announced that season five would be like a Batman Year Zero, No Man's Land story. I'm like, oh, I'm in. So then I sat down to watch all four seasons. It's been rough. It's not my type of show because it is brutal. He hates these people. Really? There have been acts of violence where I have either turned away or I have decided to watch and then I carried them with me through the rest of the week. (laughs) The last time I was like in the room, someone was holding someone's hand on the table and just beating their hand with a hammer. Yeah, that was the scene I looked away and I was like, tell me everything. What's happening? It was terrible. Um, But with season four, what happens is they've spent three seasons introducing all these like Batman villains. And by season four, they start doing episodes where like a bunch of them are teamed up together. So there's like an episode where Scarecrow, Mad Hatter, their Joker character, Mr. Freeze, they're all just hanging out. And I'm like, this is cool. Uh, So sometimes, yeah, it's cool. It's interesting. It's the only time I've seen a live action version of some of these characters. And uh, yeah, now I'm on season five. Bane's going to be there. I don't recommend Gotham to really anybody. (laughs) But... But I spent I, uh, all this time watching it. Yeah. Some things are cool. It's, Don't it, watch it. It is legitimately a bad show, but it's never boring. 
Mm. So mm. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I'm hoping season is five it, is the truth. <laughs> would you say it's bad because of of like the violence? No, stuff, or is yes, it just bad, I was, like, the violence is gratuitous, so that that's your mileage will vary on that. Like maybe that won't right. mean anything to some people. Um, no, it's bad in but, terms of like characterization and plotting sometimes. Uh, certain sure. characters... They've killed Jim's character, in my opinion. But certain characters are garbage characters. Certain pieces of Batman lore have been brutalized, and I have had to either forgive it or forget it. Um, gotcha. But you know what? In terms of... It is a Batman show, so... Right, right. I mean, there is... The, it's where you can see some of those characters. But yeah, it mm. it's it's a dumb show. Yeah, uh, characters do dumb things, but it's also it's also a show where like no people just are alive now. They, we we killed them, but they're back. People get shot right in the head, and then you hear like oh they're in a coma now. I'm like no, they're not. Right, so, right. Uh, yeah, it's it's strange. I don't I don't know who I would recommend it to. So mm. that's it. I that's I guess that's the only thing I'll talk about. That's gotcha. As a guest. Can, so. Mm. You know, Kendra, I meant to say this earlier. Did you on with the Jack Ryan show, did you think that the part with the the drone guy, did you it kind of felt unnecessary to me. The drone guy. Exactly. Oh, He's like Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I, it was, was kind of a I well, expected I it to come because in the end he ends up doing what he does and so it was good. But it had like no weight that. to the story. It had yeah. no weight to the story at all. Yeah. It, it 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 really to me that was the only weak point in the show was this yeah, random drone guy that, that wrestling with the him. fact that he killed he kills people yeah. in a drone. Yeah. So anyway, anyway. Yeah. Well, you want to move off into a piece of that breaking news? Well, let. do you want to hear my most stressful Oh, news? my goodness. Yes. Okay. Okay. So for those who don't know, last episode, I Kendra has made the claim that at least 20 movies have stressed her out since we started <laughs> this podcast. And I told her that she needs to make a list of her top 10, and then we'll talk about it. So... Give us your top ten most stressful movies. Well, Kendra. a lot of these movies, I feel like I haven't even mentioned on the podcast. So, oh, okay. um, I'm so here I'll just I'll just list them. <laughs> this should them. be very interesting. <laughs> I'll just right, list them and then. So, so number one is the most stressful. No, they're they're kind of not in in order. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So Argo, Signs, okay. Meet the okay. Parents, <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> what about Bob? While You Were Sleeping, Groundhog Day, A Christmas oh. Story, um, Open Water, I've never seen because just the concept <laughs> stress, stresses me out. <laughs> and uh, I put Empire Strikes Back on there. I needed 10. And it, it does. does stress it stresses out. her out. She can't watch it. You know, the funniest one to me is Groundhog's Day. That, that, that stresses <laughs> you out. Just, if you would just do what he should do he would stop reliving the day it, uh, i rem i love that movie uh, I think that there funny. there would be no comedies in kendra's world <laughs> kendra that is so funny that is do like you, the weirdest list i know do you know what while you were sleeping is that's the one with uh sandra, sandra bullock. bullock yeah 
Oh, yeah. that movie. Yeah, she, I haven't she, seen she, she fakes She fakes being, uh, somebody's in a coma, and she fakes being his fiance. Oh. And the whole thing just stresses. But you know he's going to wake up. Right. Uh. Well, the... the uh, <laughs> The one movie that I, I that I know stresses you out is Argo, but that is like intended to be stressful. Yes, and I did like, <laughs> like Argo, but it was Kendra, very stressful. When I saw it in the theater, I have Dad to my left, and Dad is like loving it because he's like, <laughs> yeah. I, I grew up with this, I remember this, and then I have Kendra on my right whose feet aren't even on the floor. Yeah, I was She's in, like, like, the fetal position. wrapped her arms around her knee and just, like, shaking, <laughs> waiting for it to be over. Because oh she's so stressed out. Chronicle? Oh, Chronicle was pretty <laughs> stressful. All right, never mind. I've only seen it once. Okay. Um. Yeah, so that's my list. Oh, some, Chronicle, some are actually movie. stressful, and yeah. some just, like, meet the parents. He's trying so hard and everything just keeps going wrong. It's so stressful. Chronicle is probably one of the last movies I remember stressing me out in such a uh, a strong way. Like I remember holding my seat and there being and like being sweaty because I was like, "This isn't gonna go well at all." Well, I feel like well, there's like movies that are intended to be stressful, yeah. and then there's like movies that stress Kendra out. Yes. They're like, yeah, what? Yeah, Does Steve I forgot Jobs... that Michael B. Jordan was in. Yeah, Michael Chronicle. B. Jordan. That's Chronicle. crazy. Yeah, yeah Ken... I haven't That's seen Steve movie. Jobs. Yeah, yeah, Kendra would be stressed out during Steve Jobs. Like, why does he keep alienating himself from the people who love him? <laughs> that was a good movie. How will Thanksgivings oh, end up? Man. Where does he go? <laughs> but yes, movies where it's like, what would you like? Comedies where somebody is going to get caught. So I don't yeah. know if she's ever seen... Uh, um, okay. I don't know true. if she's ever seen uh, Weekend at Bernie's, but that's a movie I think no, would stress her out because they're just faking the dead body being alive. Yeah. And she'd be like, what if they find out? Yeah. Right. That makes Jingle sense. Jingle All the Way. Did what? I still haven't seen all of it because we like... It was so sad. We turned it off after 10 minutes. Oh, I was. I, I would got say sad. Jingle All the Way is sad for different reasons than why you think it's sad. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Let's uh, break off a piece. All right. I'm going to put forward that I think we should change the name of this segment to break me off a piece of that fancy feast since we've put in that thing. Oh, that's fine. (laughs) Henceforth, the new segment will be called Break Me Off a Piece of That Fancy Feast. Break Me Off a Piece of That Fancy Feast. It's a cat food. Nailed it. Um, all right, not too much news today. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, as much as past weeks. So David Henry Huang is going to write the script for the Hunchback of Notre Dame live action musical, and Alan Menken and Stephen Schwartz are going to write the music, and it's going to be produced by Josh Gad. Um, how do you guys Mm. feel about Hunchback? I'm glad Eric's here for this, because he loves Hunchback of Notre Dame. I think it's stressful. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't make my list, oh, but yeah. it's stressful. Um, I have never seen it. What? Yes, you have. Nope, never seen it. I've seen it. Um, so, well, I've seen it, but it was like, here's what I remember about Hunchback of Notre Dame. I remember all of the merch that was a part of it, but I didn't see the movie. But I had a bunch of the merch. So I remember having like a color bro- color book or something with mm. Hunchback 
in it. I um, remember the little gargoyle things. Yeah, yeah. like the Burger King toys. Yeah. I'm pretty I had sure, an or something like that. Uh, pillowcase that I loved, and I had mm. an Esmeralda doll. Um, but anyway, so Alan Menken wrote the original music for the movie, and um, Stephen Schwartz wrote like Wicked and Godspell. Um, so the music should be great. So that's coming some point in the future. Hunchback. Well, maybe back. I should. Hunchback watch this is a work. underrated. Disney film, I wouldn't say I love it, but the music in it is a lot more theatrical than I would say, like, Disney musical. Like, they're not songs a bunch of kids are going to be like, yeah, hellfire! But they're, they're songs that are very impressive um, and have mm. great uh, choruses singing them. Uh, and I think it's, like, it's visually and as, like, a piece of artwork, it's very interesting, but... It is, it is definitely like Disney's now, you know, out of Aladdin and uh, Lion King and stuff. So now they're going to have to look for other stuff. So Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, maybe, it's, I'll wa- maybe I'll watch it. I don't know if we were dark. allowed to watch it or if I wanted to watch it when I was a kid. So I just it's, don't think I ever got around to it. It's dark. It I'll dark, say that. So. There's a, a mm. rumor that Josh Gad might play the Hunchback, um, but that's not confirmed. Yeah. in any way so we'll see mm. there's literally a song where a priest is singing about how he wants to kill Esmeralda because he really wants to be with her carnally <laughs> that's, uh. that's hellfire Ugh. yeah that's what uh, he's singing Ugh. about so. <laughs> Gross. gotcha yeah anyway moving on uh godzilla versus kong which is the movie that's gonna come after this one that's coming out uh, did some filming in Australia recently, so it's going to... They're going to mess up Australia. Nice. Say goodbye to the Sydney Opera House. It's gone. Burn, burn so, it down. Betty White turned 97 this week. Cool. What a woman. I know. Will she, <laughs> she ever just... Will she ever die? I say no. I hope not. I think she's eternal. If anyone, probably, if she... anyone was, Betty White. Would it's be. Betty White, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Kevin Hart is going to star in a Monopoly movie. <laughs> why? Okay, why are we making a Monopoly movie? Because uh, we're making a movie remember, out of everything else. I don't know if this is true anymore, but there was a point where Ridley Scott was attached to the Monopoly movie. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. So, that would be the only way I, I don't. See it. I don't know if like that was supposed to be like his version of uh, Wall Street or something, but... Right, yeah. right. Man, I it blows my mind that we uh, make stuff like a DDR movie and a what was it, Just Dance? Yeah, Just Dance movie. Look, movie. I have been sitting on my own personal DDR movie concept, and I was heartbroken Eric. to find out they're making one, and it's nothing <laughs> like the one I was planning. But it's fine. Mm. Mine was more the stereotypes of like saving the teen center with a DDR tournament. Uh, that would have been great. It, it was pretty cool, but. Eric, I I would pay to see your movie. Thank you. Yeah. If you need me to be in your movie, just let me know. All right. the movie. Anyway. um, Oreo came out with a new Oreo, and it's called Most Stuff, and it's got so much filling in it. Oh, I've seen that in the store. all the filling. And personally, I like 
the I like the original ratio. Like I don't like extra stuffed or whatever it's called. I double, like you don't like double, double stuff. Stuffed. Yeah, <clears throat> I I just like regular. I think with milk and a regular Oreo, it's the perfect mm. thing. So I really mm. don't want more filling. But how do you guys feel? I disagree. <laughs> this with... is the American Oreo. This is the American dream. <laughs> if there ever was oh, one. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get this with a triple. Yeah, it's like burger the from size of a, of a like a whoopie pie. Yeah, in it each is. man. Um, I do you think the people who made this saw Honey, I Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, where they saw the Oreo and it was just massive and like someday, yeah. we will know that experience. We, we got to get to this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it it really is. Uh, I lo- like the double stuff. I think the double stuff is good. Icing yeah. is is the best, the best part to me. Yeah, satisfying. Um, wow. But you need a good, you need a equal balance. Boy. With that being said, I'm not huge into Oreos, so oh. I, I I would always take. Uh, nice baked cookie over an oreo yeah i'm the same way um the only way that i like my oreos is uh deep fried <laughs> oh now, because now we're talking then it turns into an oreo, oreo donut game. Yeah. that's like yeah. it's like, amazing i don't know if i've ever had a deep fried oreo <laughs> no. but sometimes <laughs> eric and i will get a family-sized pack of oreos and we will just go to town and eat it just the two of us like I don't like day. sharing that information. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't make we, you feel good as a person. No. No. We like Oreos. Yeah. So, um, All right. The next two things aren't super nostalgic, but <clears throat> I felt they needed to be discussed. So Netflix is making a baby shark show. <laughs> oh, Remember the, the song that I let you listen to, Corbin? Yeah. Baby yeah. Shark? Kendra, what were you singing instead of baby shark? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It was something, and you were like, "Do you get it?" Because I'm saying this over Baby Shark, and I was like, oh. "What oh. is Baby Shark?" <laughs> I don't even remember. And then you showed it to me, and you're like, "This thing has like yeah. four million views." Oh, it's more like, than that. Million. It's in the billions. But anyway, Netflix is. I making, did not understand. Um, they're making a a show somehow based around baby shark people just say repeating the same line let me read you some, yeah, some lyrics shark. baby shark do 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 yeah. mommy shark do do to do yeah. yeah that's the gist it was originally Man. a korean song um hmm. and then that went viral and then they made an american version and now it's getting a show this is so. k-pop's world we're they, just living in it yeah. what if they make it like an like each episode is like an origin of like yeah <laughs> baby shark yeah yeah i like it yeah how i met your mommy shark (laughs) yeah oh that'd be good yeah thank you that'd be good (laughs) i don't know why they didn't ask me about the dr movie (laughs) you're right you're showing you're showing your worth right now yeah yeah um all right christian's christian is currently watching baby (laughs) beautiful uh color (laughs) lots of color lots of energy Lots of energy. Uh, well, our last bit of news. I'm actually I'm ending on sad news. Oh. I didn't really mean to do that, but um, Boo, hey. the cutest dog in the world, has died. Who? Boo. He is a dog. The that's Pomeranian, just cute fluffy, dog. I guess. Yeah. Oh my word! Look up uh, who Boo is. Boo the dog. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, has I've seen book. this dog. 
has yeah. a stuffed animal oh, touched everyone's no. hearts no. has died he died yeah i'm really How sad about it i don't know all right old 12 uh resident evil 2 just got Girl. remade is that nostalgic news? Can I bring that up? <laughs> sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Resident Evil 2, the PS1 classic, just got remade uh, for PC, Xbox, and uh, PlayStation have 4. You, have you played it yet? I've played the original. I've seen video of this remake, and it might be too much for me. It, it yeah. is gruesome. Oh, really? There are, like, when you see something on the PlayStation 1, it's like, oh, that's kind of scary. It's a few pixels right, in an arm. Right. But... They they've used the they've used the Resident Evil Seven engine and mm-hmm. put it in third person view like Resident Evil Four and the things the monsters in that game are just scary and like the, yeah. the zombies like they're just like what would zombies look like if they were just slowly falling apart and eating you and it's just like gah so yeah now do you like scary games uh no but I'll play one every now and then. He will. Uh, but I've played a few of the earlier Resident Evils, and I've played a few. Sca- but like, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not to the point where I would play this one in my Resident Evil playthroughs. But it looks. Right. It looks scary. So Christian, do you like playing scary games? Um, yeah, I kind of got. So I played that uh, Alien uh, Isolation, Isolation game. Yeah. Yeah. But I got kind of bored of it because it took forever for like it's the alien to pop out. Yeah, not yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a long one. Um, I I love scary games more than I like scary movies. Oh. I think I think that in a game I get a sense that I can control my own destiny mm. in a way. Yeah. Um, so in scary movies, you just kind of like subject to like sitting there and watching some idiot. <laughs> run run somewhere yeah. and you're like well whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen but in scary games when something jumps out I just wanna you just like you can just blow their face off and it's fine mm. so I think we play the scary games I've played usually you don't have the ability to blow their th- well, faces I've off well I played like have you played Outlast no I'm not playing Outlast okay <laughs> I played it for like I, I don't know like 30 minutes to an hour and I was like well I can't like do anything mm. But like take pictures or something, so I'm not gonna play this. So. Right. Resident yeah. Evil, you often don't have enough ammo. Yeah, the, you never have enough ammo in a Resident. I played Evil the game. Resident Evil remake of the first game, and that was pretty scary at times. And then I played yeah. the PlayStation One version of Resident Evil Two, and even that that creeped me out. Every now and then, I turn a corner and something be outside the window, and I would just freeze. Things would pop through the glass. And they would be, it would be slow because they're working off of a PlayStation 1 engine. So you'd <laughs> hear the shatter, see the window break and freeze for a second, and then the thing right. would land, and I would still scream. <laughs> so three minutes of watching this jump scare right. happen, and yeah, I'd still be like, It's funny ah. to watch him play those games. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. You guys will have to play it and let me know. Yeah, maybe. We'll All see. Right. All right. But. All right. Any more news? Eric? No, that was I it. That okay. was all I brought. I'm sorry. All right. I well, I think that's uh, I think that's all we have then. The Oscar nominations came out this week, but we're going to talk about those at the end of the episode. Okay. Cool. cool. <laughs> all right. Well, this week, it's a it's a group and it's a combined effort. That's why we brought in the most knowledgeable man in this in this world. I'd say. The man who knows it all. Um, so this week we'll be talking about 
Dino DNA. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Jurassic yeah. Park. All five of them. <laughs> all five. So, Eric... Eric thinks we should so, only talk about the first one. He's got many then, facts. Then, Eric, this is kind of... We're going to let you go. Just... Yeah. You have... Full reign to do whatever you want. So why don't you kick us off? Um, I do have a story to tell about me and Christian um, mm-hmm. later uh, on. Oh, sure. I think I know this story. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you got, we're, we're talking about Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 1993's Jurassic Park. When did you guys see it? You guys didn't see, none of you saw it in theaters. Um, no, I actually saw the second one first see i was gonna say i thought that i um, saw the second one first yeah i, I did too jurassic That's the lost world <laughs> yes yeah the lost world i was the first pg-13 movie that i ever saw uh, yeah. um and it was that. it was just me and my buddy daniel <laughs> and our family friend bill at their lake house i don't know why it was just the three of us but we watched it <laughs> I had I remember because I had to call mom and be like, "Mom, can I watch this with Daniel?" <laughs> uh, so yeah, I saw. I don't know when the first time I saw Jurassic Park. It was either with Christian or it was with Daniel. Ooh. Either one. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I was in kindergarten. What? And, or maybe no, 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 no. Uh, I, have I had just been born. I was born in '93. You were born in. Thank you, Corbin. <laughs> You know what? Forget it. No. Don't tell me when you first saw this movie. It was no, it was it was somewhere between uh no, 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 sorry. It was like in the in between like first and fourth grade. I can't remember how old I was. Oh, I was young. Yeah. But um I saw I was obsessed with seeing Jurassic Park, but I wasn't old enough. Yeah. So I I had to have been under thirteen. Alright. Um and I saw so I I saw half of the movie at my friend's house, mm. um, at like a sleepover, and yeah. then um, so, and then I was like obsessed with watching it, but wasn't allowed to for several years, I think. Right. <laughs> and then uh, when I finally was allowed to, like I saw it in Walmart, and I thought it was the first movie, but it was the second movie. Mm-hmm. So I ended up buying The Lost World. I guess thinking... we, we should just go ahead and tell the story now. <laughs> I ended up buying The Lost World thinking it was the first Jurassic Park. So, so, it's really funny because those days you didn't have the internet to tell you what movies were what. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you're like at the store and you're like, oh, okay, this is Jurassic Park, I guess. <laughs> so, in some, I, so I guess the night he got this movie, we went to it like it was like our parents were practicing for like church Christmas choir or something something so all the kids were down in this the basement have we not well, talked about this story on the podcast no we just talked about it over christmas oh okay Sorry. yeah i knew so, we just talked about this story so christian brings in this movie and he just is like making it sound like this is like the most like if you don't watch this movie you're not a man and as a <laughs> as a kindergarten or second second grade year old kid I'm like well I got to prove to my older cousin yeah. that I am. <laughs> so Christian we're like was a big bully. Yeah. Oh, Sounds like it. Huge bully. <laughs> so then we went into we went into this like classroom and it was me and Christian and like a few others and people were like coming in and like turning it off or something 
and Christian was so serious. He was like trying to like strike the fear of God into these kids, and he just <laughs> opens the door and goes, "You don't have the guts to watch Jurassic Park." <laughs> and he, like closes the door, and then I think Kendra ended up telling our mom that we were watching Jurassic Park, and then mom told Marsha, and she took the movie. Probably. So we. I never got to watch watch it, but the moral of the story is: is if you don't have the guts to watch Jurassic Park, yeah, in Christian's mind, <laughs> yeah. you're not a man. It was all these little kids, though. They were like way younger than us. <laughs> I don't think like, they were way younger than us. I think really? they were in our age group. They were at least a couple years younger than us. Yeah, well, probably my age group because I'm like a year younger than you. Uh, so, all right, yeah. So anyway, Eric. Well, yeah. All right. So I'm a I'm a bit older than all of you, <laughs> just yeah. a bit. Just a bit. Uh, to to tell you the story of Jurassic Park and I, I need to take you back to the '80s, actually. Uh, oh. Wow. Because there are some people who like they watch Star Wars for the first time, and so they want to be like an astronaut. You know, they uh, they watch Free Willy, and they want to become a, a marine biologist. That's not how it worked. As a as a child. Growing up, the first books I ever checked out from the library were dinosaur books. Like, those are my first memories of coming home from the library and just reading dinosaur books. My I Can Read books had uh, Danny and the Dinosaur and all that stuff. If, if there was a dinosaur, anything as a kid, like Land Before Time, anything, I was watching it. So I was already, like, sold out for dinosaurs in general, okay? So, mm -hmm. 19, it must have been 1992... <laughs> Maybe early 1993, my mom and I are walking through uh, Methuen Mall. The mall's gone now. It's now the Loop, if you're in Methuen, uh, Massachusetts. Yes, the loop. It's now a, uh, a strip mall. But anyways, we were in the mall, and we're walking, and on the floor are these T-Rex footprints, and, like, with no explanation. So, like, at this point, I'm six or seven, and I'm at the mall, and I'm just looking like, what are these? So I'm just, I don't know why to this day my mom was like, yeah, let's waste time following a bunch of T-Rex footsteps. She must have known had we not, the car ride home would have been hell. <laughs> uh, so we follow, we follow these dinosaur footprints to where they lead, which I assume was a store. I don't remember the, what store it was, but they lead to a Jurassic Park merchandise section of this store that's just Jurassic Park shirts and dinosaur uh, figures and there's a preview there's like a small a short trailer of Jurassic Park just on loop playing on this small TV in there and like I'm just staring at it eyes open like eyes wide like what is this <laughs> and I, I'm like Jack from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same uh, it's the same experience I'm like what is anyway uh, sorry about that. Um, I don't think they've seen Nightmare Before You haven't seen Nightmare Before I Christmas? I have not. Wow. All right. Well, that's the experience I had. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I, it was at like that moment, you could say Jurassic Park was my favorite movie ever made. And it was just me even realizing it. It, it was a thing. So... I was seven when it came out, so like you guys, some of you not born, some of you too young, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to see it in theaters because my mom thought I would be too afraid to see it. Uh, and so, but they filled my room. I had the Jurassic Park comforter and bed sheets and pillowcase. In fact, 
The Jurassic Park it. Comforter is the oldest thing I own. Yeah. Still, still to this it. day. It's uh it's upstairs. It's fallen apart. It oh. is not it's not something I would give to somebody to keep them warm. But <laughs> huh. yeah, it's the original nineteen ninety three Jurassic Park Comforter. Uh, they gave me like the toys. They gave me the making of books, but they were like, "You can't see the movie." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, wow. please." <laughs> um, <laughs> so like, I would just stare at night at my bed sheets and blankets and be like, "What kind of movie is this?" <laughs> and I would just imagine all the adventures I'd have in Jurassic Park. Poor little Eric. Looking at my bed sheet, be- and it would just show like caution sign. It would show the symbols for each dinosaur. I'm like, yeah, and they're out and stuff, and we gotta run. So like, <laughs> and so luckily, uh, I had a form of epilepsy as a child, which caused luckily. me to just uh, just stop talking and not register with the world anymore. And then I would come back and not know what had happened. And so I had to take medication. And then one day I had to stay up for like 12 hours. I had to stay up till midnight so they could run a test on me. Um, and so that meant I got to stay up and watch Jurassic Park on VHS. For the first time. <laughs> wow. First time. I did not know that. Um, so. Yeah, he doesn't have it anymore. Right? And, yeah, I don't have that epilepsy anymore. But huh. uh, yeah, so I got to watch Jurassic Park. And the next day, because I had stayed up so late, I couldn't, I didn't have to go to school, so I watched it again. And I just kept watching it until uh, just a few weeks ago, even. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, but, yes, yeah, so Jurassic Park was my favorite movie. Fairly uh, uh, a ways away before I had actually seen it. And then I had saw it, and I was like, this is great. Uh, and the thing about Jurassic Park is it had the best toys in the world. Lost World upped the game even more. But, like, the the Jurassic Park toys meant that 24-7 Jurassic Park was happening at my house because you had the action figures, and they had weapons, and they had vehicles, and the dinosaurs were made to scale to match the size of the action figures. So the action figures were just regular, like, G.I. joe size figurines, which meant that the T-Rex was that much bigger than them. And, like, when The Lost World came out, they made a T-Rex. It was the bull T-Rex. This was, like, the toy to have because it was hollow inside, which meant that it could eat your action figures (laughs) and swallow them whole. And and you'd get them out of, like, this little uh, pocket in his stomach. That's funny. And so all the... It was just... It was... Yeah, it was awesome. So... Yeah, The Lost World toys... Man. Cool. I think I had like a couple. Yeah. Somehow. Because the figurines were so detailed, and the the cars the car when you watch the movie you're like oh yeah there's like a truck it's like no there's motorcycles the trucks have seats that like come out a little bit Just, everything's meant to like capture dinosaurs it's oh yeah yeah, yeah. they yeah. have all those like chain things that go yep. around and, like muzzles and stuff yeah and then they the, just uh, break apart dinosaurs yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, th- they, that was a fantastic toy line. So, <laughs> yeah. I had a T-Rex, but it wasn't the hollowed out one. Well, I don't know. When it... The Lost World came out, there were two. You had the bull T-Rex and you had the female T-Rex who wasn't hollow, but she was the one that came with the muzzle and her neck was more uh, uh, manageable so it would break th- out of the muzzle. Huh. Yeah. Mm. Maybe was... I had it the f- out of the first one. They were, they were both great, let me tell you. I I had one that had like, 
like a missing it had like a missing piece of skin that could come out of it yeah that was the first movie they would have uh, oh, a yeah. battle damaged dinosaurs so you could have them fight and tear off each other's uh flesh <laughs> cool. and it's like look you see the triceratops ribs awesome i remember that yeah I yeah that that's that's the t-rex i had yeah. <laughs> the uh the benefit of what was cool too about you you only had to have like one or two actual licensed jurassic park toys to to be able to do Jurassic Park as a as a t- game as a kid because any dinosaur toy you have is just now a Jurassic Park toy. So I had a bunch of like dinosaur stuffed animals and other action figures. They're just in Jurassic Park now. So <laughs> it was just one of those things that like could just be added <laughs> upon. So yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Where do I go from here now? Uh why don't we talk about like favorite parts of the uh, of the movies? Yeah. All right. Favorite characters? Favorite right. parts? Okay. Eric, you want to kick it off? Oh, all right. Probably really hard for you. Jurassic but... Park. It, it it's great. It's got some great scenes. What's what's awesome about the first Jurassic Park movie is that once it starts at that one hour mark where the T Rex breaks out, it doesn't really stop. It's just like it's a an hour long roller coaster ride of things just happening. Um, mm. But. I mean, the T-Rex breaking out of its paddock the first time in the first movie is just classic. It's just, it's awesome. It's it's intense. It doesn't have a note of music. Mm-hmm. Um, for that 10 minutes, there's no music. It's just, it's just the T-Rex making its sounds. It's just, it's exactly what you want. And like, anytime I watch that movie, it's like, oh, I'm seven years old again. Because that, the T-Rex coming out of that paddock with its like slow deliberate footsteps and you're just like nothing can stop this thing it's just Mm. it's just a creature of pure aggression and momentum and it will do whatever it wants Mm. yeah i like the scenes before (laughs) all the bad stuff starts happening the, (laughs) the the scene where they pull up and they look up and they see the brachiosaurus brachiosaurus for the first time uh, and the music plays. Yeah, that's that's a great one. Uh, it's such one. a classic moment. It's so good. They do move it hurts. And the yeah. like, we just rewatched all five movies over Christmas, and I really feel like the did. the CGI is like it's it's pretty good. Like it's not yeah, it's, it's not hard. it's not hard to watch at all. Look, I better cross things off as I talk about them before we get to the fun <laughs> facts. But. The big deal about that CGI is that before, I, I mean, this is, this isn't anything you can't learn from the internet or the behind the scenes stuff, but before Jurassic Park, the only CGI was used very sparingly and there had been no like flesh and blood creatures yet. Mm. You had the T-1000 in Terminator 2, which was just like metal. You mm-hmm. had like the water creature from Abyss and you had a few other things early on, but until you saw that Brachiosaurus, you hadn't seen like a CGI living creature, human or otherwise. Mm. So, like, that Brachiosaurus wasn't just like, look, it's a dinosaur. It was like, look, this is the future of movies. This Mm. is proof of concept. You know, you don't don't get to Lord of the Rings without that Brachiosaurus scene. Right, right, yeah. In fact, I'm pretty sure George Lucas has said uh, in an interview before that Jurassic Park convinced him that technology was getting to the point where he could make his Star Wars prequels. Oh. That's not surprising. Oh, that isn't surprising. So let me cross out 
flesh and blood CGI pictures <laughs> from my final left. Uh, what about what about you guys, Gordon Christian? Um, so yeah. we're talking about our favorite scenes or our favorite characters? Uh, both. Okay. Either or. Um, we all know Laura Dern is Christian's favorite oh, character. Heck no. <laughs> But I do think it's hilarious how Laura Dern, like, she had that thing attached to her leg, so she runs, like, with a limp, like, yeah. for most of well, the movie. Well, because she hurt her leg. Okay, well, I always thought it was funny, because after that thing was, like, not attached, like, she was carrying, like, a radio or something. Yeah. And then afterwards, she was still running like it was, like, attached to her yeah. leg. Well, she uh, hurt well, her leg. Well, it's supposed to be she's hurt her leg because the Velociraptor uh, smashed into the... Uh, great door that she had closed with her legs. You can't uh, you you can't talk gotcha. ill of Laura Dern in this movie because Eric <laughs> is a big fan no. of Laura I, Dern. I really in this like movie. Laura Dern in this movie. Um, my favorite guy is she the doesn't need your uh, she doesn't need your <laughs> approval. She's she's doing all right without Christian Flincham's thumbs up. Did you yeah, say I'm your sure favorite is. character is the Raptor? No, the Raptor guy, like oh, Bob uh, Peck. Muldoon. Muldoon. Yeah, Mul yeah Muldoon. Muldoon. He's he was my favorite as a kid. Yeah. I always thought he was just so like he was the only one that wasn't scared. Like he was like yeah. respected the dinosaur's power, but he wasn't scared at the they same should time. All be destroyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just thought he was awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Um, yeah. Um, as far as favorite scene, I always. I always thought when the guy gets gets eaten off the toilet was really funny. Yeah, that's a classic oh, yeah. choice. Yeah, the lawyer. I always, yeah. That, I always felt that was really satisfying. Yeah, I mean, the, the end scene is always is always great too. Um, mm -hmm. Or when he goes, clever girl, and yeah. it gets. Oh yeah, that that's was a, a good great one. scene too. Yeah. That's that was always a good one. Um, as far as favorite character, um, Samuel L. Jackson. The guy, the guy who tries to, the fat guy who tries to smuggle out. Dennis Nedry oh, is yeah. your favorite character. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, He's my favorite. Not the magic word. Yeah, Nedry's pretty fun. Oh, with the Barbasol. Yeah. Yeah. Tries to sneak it out. Yeah. You can buy, like, a replica Barbasol that has mm -hmm. the stuff on the inside. Dachshund! On we the, got Dachshund here! On the, uh... That's a great delivery. On the internet. Yeah. Pretty cool. I hate that part where he dies. I've always hated that part. Yeah, no, I really. I mean, hate the whole movie is very stressful, mm. but I really yeah. hate that part. I I like it because okay. he kind of got what he deserved. <laughs> well, yeah. he he deserved to die. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he did shut it all down, so they they all almost died. But... Yeah. 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 Well, things would have happened anyways. I think without him. So, Eric, tell us about, like, the filming and, like, facts about the movie. Okay, guys. Some facts about the movie. So, Spielberg wanted uh, wanted to make this movie before Michael Crichton had even finished the book. Michael Crichton had ex told Spielberg he was working on this book about dinosaurs in a theme park and everything, and Spielberg... Uh, Spielberg wanted it right away. And there were some competitions. James Cameron almost got a hold of it. Uh, oh but he says if he had made Jurassic Park, it would have been like aliens and it would have been like rated R and kind of dark. What? And he admits to this day that, uh, Spielberg probably made the better movie. Yeah. Um, probably. Yeah. So yeah, Spielberg wanted to do this, but, uh, what actually happened is Spielberg wanted to make Schindler's list. And so 
uh, to get approval, to get the money and everything for Schindler's List, he had to agree to do Jurassic Park. And so he films Jurassic Park, goes off and starts filming Schindler's List, and then all the post-production is being done while Schindler's List is happening. So he would film Schindler's List, and then he'd like sit down and watch the dailies of Jurassic Park and everything. So he's working on both these movies at the same time. I mean, Dr- they're pretty similar. I'd yeah, say. yeah. That's so Jurassic like, Park came like out in... Jurassic Park came out in the summer. Schindler's List came out later that year. So Spielberg had both of those um, at that time. Um, what else? What else can we talk about? All right. So Jurassic Park. I don't. I don't know if you guys realize because you were young when it happened how big Jurassic Park was. Like as I was a movie. Born. I wasn't young, Eric. Right. I was you just born. born Cause, so cause I don't. I think some people like we talk about Jurassic Park now, and like people are like, "Yeah, it's a good movie. I like it." When Jurassic Park came out. It was the biggest movie that ever happened. It it made well, I got it right here. So it only cost sixty three million dollars to make. It made three hundred and fifty seven million dollars domestic, nine hundred and fourteen million worldwide, which made it the biggest mm. movie ever since Spielberg's own E. T. That's wow. Spielberg. Jurassic Park ran in theaters for about a year. Wow. Wow. Like movies don't even last three months in theaters no. anymore before they're right. Jurassic Park was in theaters for a year. In fact, it was so big, and if you remember like VHS and rentals and everything, it was so big that when NBC finally got the rights to show it on TV in 1995, 65 million people watched it on NBC. Wow. I wow. was one of those. Huh. It was on after Seinfeld. I think they had a Newman, a Newman-centered episode, and then they did uh, the show Jurassic Park. So. Wow. Yeah. That's cr- a year. Yep. That's insane. Movies used to do that, but yeah. That it, is insane, yeah. It, it was... I wish they'd do that. There's some movies that, like, I don't have a chance to see. Titanic was, like, one of those things, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, Cameron. But, yeah, it, it was... It was it was massive. So, like, you couldn't go... Like, I wasn't the only one in 1993, like, did you see Jurassic Park? It, everybody, uh, <laughs> everybody was loving it. Um, mm. 1996, you got the ride for Jurassic Park and Universal uh, Islands of Adventure. Yeah. Uh, it cost more to make than the movie did. It cost $110 million to make. Wow. And, uh, wow. so, it co- yeah, it cost about <clears throat> $50 million more than making the two-hour film Jurassic Park. We've been on that ride. It, yeah, the ride is fantastic. Eric made a, a kid cry on that ride. I sure did. Because he was, <laughs> he was like... Look, <laughs> I was in it on that ride. I finally went to the... Uh, it was on our honeymoon in 2012 where we went to Universal and I had never been. And so I had always just wanted to go to the Jurassic Park ride. And it was it was like going to the promised land for me. I Even just walking through the gate yeah. was a uh, big deal. Those pictures are so good. Um, but on that ride, you bet I was quoting and acting like I was in the movie, which meant when the Dilophosaurus, the spitter, came out and started shooting water, I was screaming like Dennis Nedry. And there was a kid behind us who was already a little scared. And so he's watching this full-grown adult be shot in the face by something that this dinosaur just shot out. And I'm just like, Aah! Aah! Um, But there was another guy on that boat who turned around and was like, yeah, this guy gets it. So um, let's see. What else? I, uh, well, that's, that was the movie. That was when it was coming out. Uh, they released it in 3D, which is when I finally got to see it in theaters because my mom didn't let me see it. Right. Um, and so they released it in 3D. 
It cost about $10 million to convert it to 3D. It made another $45 million uh, in his 3D showing. Wow. Um, that's good business. That was when I realized that's that Kevin like, finds bro, that movie stressful. That's like a really good... Yeah. That was, that was a fun time. I got to wear my Jurassic Park shirt. I brought my Velociraptor action figure. I got over there in the corner. Oh, was that with me? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you, me, and our friend, and Nick and Hillary. Oh, that was stressful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess that's... Uh, and then it had four sequels with a fifth sequel on its way. Are you ready to give us your definitive ranking? I'm not going to rank the films. <laughs> uh, I love uh, them all. Oh, I love them all. Um, I there, wish that I could just get a definitive ranking from you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. I can tell you Jurassic Park 3 is on the bottom, and then probably Fallen yeah. Kingdom, but I can't decide because with Jurassic Park, The Lost World, and Jurassic World, I have an equal fun time with each of them in different ways. Like Lost I'm gonna World... Stage- I'm gonna like stage an elaborate heist. Mm, yeah. And like the the guy's like puts a gun to your head and he's yeah. like, give us give us the right eggs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if I can, because like the Lost World opened the world up, like the whole Jurassic Park universe in my eyes as a kid. I'm like, there's another island, there's more dinosaurs, and it was just that mm. much bigger. And then Jurassic World, when you watch that, you're even when you watch the Fallen Kingdom in the first hour when they're on the island, when you watch that stuff, it's basically watching 10-year-old me playing with my action figures outside in the grass. Yeah. It's it's the same thing. It's like, oh no, this is stuck! Oh no, the dinosaurs are working together! Oh no, the velociraptors are inside the building! It's just, it's like everything I was doing as a kid, This the, they were watching me, I guess, in a very creepy fashion. They were watching and filming <laughs> this 10-year-old boy playing with his dinosaur toys and like, that's a good idea, yeah. So. <laughs> when did you read the books? I read the I read the Lost World first in fifth grade, and then I read Jurassic Park right after that. Uh, so the books are pretty good too. Would you recommend the books? I would recommend the books, but I would say I just reread them recently, and uh, Anne Malcolm's a little bit more of annoying of a character than likable. Mm. I think you need Jeff Goldblum's uh, performance to make that character work. In the mm. book, there's, he's he's there's obnoxious. There's a lot of uh, like science. Talk, there's a lot, right? yeah. There's science. The Lost World gets a little uh, overbearing sometimes. Um, not with his science, but with this like we're gonna tell you what the answer is after this scene. <laughs> um, but yeah, I still recommend the the first book. I'll pro- I'll, re- I'll, re- I'll read them more times in my life. I I'm think sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it eventually. Yeah. I'm gonna read the first one. Um, oh, Kendra, you haven't read them? Yeah. No. no. I really I've like only the read first one book. Michael Crichton Have you book. read the first book? First okay. Books, yeah, first I haven't read books. any of them. Um, what can I say? The first paycheck I ever, I ever had, uh, from my first job, it was like $460, uh, cause I got paid bi-weekly. So my first paycheck was all, and I spent it all in a weekend, all $460. But I made sure that one of the things <laughs> I bought finally was the first movie Jurassic Park's, uh, soundtrack. So also Kendra can see over there, I've got the Jurassic Park trading card set, a complete set I bought at a, uh, at yes. Wizard World. 2005, I believe, in Boston. Wow. Yeah. He's got it all. I've, yeah, I've, uh, I'm a fan, I guess. Um, so you have some fun facts. I've got some fun facts. I've been sharing them, yes. but I've got some more fun facts. Yes. Sprinkling them throughout. All right. So I'll just... Uh, there's only, actually, as I said at the beginning of this, there's only 15 minutes of dinosaurs in the first Jurassic Park movie. That 
is crazy to me. Wow. They it cost all that it cost all that money. They did all this work creating this new technology to make dinosaurs. They studied watching the T-Rex uh, CGI creation go backwards because that's how you like tell if something's walking correctly by how it moves backwards. Uh. And they do all this work. They make all these sets and there's only 15 minutes of dinosaurs in two hours. It's a, wow. it's a two hours and seven minutes long. That's crazy. Um, that what about the second movie? Is it a lot? Second more? movie has more dinosaurs. You can yeah. tell. Uh, half hour mark, you see the Brachiosaurus. Hour mark, T-Rex gets loose. But then when you're watching it, you realize a lot of the action. It's an hour in when the T-Rex gets mm-hmm. loose? Yeah. Wow. Actually, Lost World follows that pattern a little bit where you see the Stegosaurus at the half mark. And then the T-Rexes show up to break out the trailer. Uh, at the hour mark. That's crazy. It does not feel yeah. like that long. Like they move so yeah. well. Well, you see other stuff like the I remember watching the like it must have been extras or something and seeing them like pat down the T-Rexes in the Lost World cuz they were like getting too wet. No, that's the uh that's the first movie. So the T-Rex no, That's the first movie. The T-Rex in the first movie, they made a big animatronic T-Rex as well. Uh right. so they're that that's the thing. The Jurassic Park some of the dinosaurs look really good because it's CGI mixed with animatronics. And you can kind of tell when they're switching. But the animatronic T-Rex was so big and so uh, heavy and they were filming it in the rain that it would get they didn't factor in it absorbing the water and so it would start to shake and move uncontrollably and sometimes they would be like just sitting there and the t-rex would just come on and like you would just hear people screaming because the t-rex would just start moving um but it was so big and heavy the scene in where the t-rex breaks out and tim and lex the two kids are in the car and the t-rex breaks through the uh sunroof and the kids are screaming that was an accident the T-Rex was not supposed to break the glass. So what you're... The, the Tim and Lex screaming in terror as it breaks through and the glass hits, that's legitimate fear because they were not supposed to be that close. They they react so quickly <laughs> to, to hold the glass up. That's because that's human reaction. Wow. <laughs> that's uh, crazy. Yeah, so that was a... Uh, that cool. was a, That was not supposed to happen. So their, their faces of terror are real. And Spielberg was wow, like, that's good, pretty good. Good thing the cameras were rolling. Uh, so Richard... Uh, Attenborough is in that movie uh, as John Hammond. He beat Spielberg for the Oscar when E.T. was up for it. E.T. lost for Best Picture to uh, Richard Attenborough's directed Gandhi. And he directed that? He directed Gandhi. And oh. when he his acceptance speech, he talked about how E.T. should have won because it was just such uh, a more magical picture and everything. And that is what led to Spielberg casting him as John Hammond. Ah. Let me let me tell you a story about uh, what's his name? Attenborough? Richard yeah, Attenborough? Attenborough. Yeah. So the other night I was flipping through the channels and there was a movie on with him and it it was an older movie. It was uh, Seance on a Wet Afternoon. Hmm. Um, on a Wet Afternoon? Let me see if I, yeah. Seance on a wet afternoon, 1964. And so I immediately recognized him, even though he's, this is 64, so he's obviously younger. Mm-hmm. So Christian comes out, and I'm trying to get Christian to guess who it is. Mm. <laughs> well, then the lights dawn on Christian, and he screams so loud, no! <laughs> and then. And then he's like, that's, that's the guy, Jurassic Park guy! <laughs> and I was like, ah. <laughs> and he's like, well, he's just so young. I've never seen him in anything else. And I was like, mm. Christian, you've seen The Great Escape. Yeah. And he's oh, yeah. like, that even 
for their blue in his mind. <laughs> yeah. Or he may or may not have said an ex- expletive <laughs> on his reaction of figuring out that that guy was in. He's also in the Donny Osmond version his best of Joseph and the spot. Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Oh. Um, so Sam Jackson just was on an interview with Jimmy Fallon talking about his favorite roles and he talked about Jurassic Park. He liked doing that. And he mentioned that recently, uh, he just, he mentioned on that interview that he was actually supposed to have a death scene in Jurassic Park, but, uh, the, the filming had actually been hit by a hurricane and shut down production. So they couldn't do it, which is why you only see his arm in the movie. Uh, mm. So we would have seen Sam Jackson, I guess, get eaten by a Velociraptor if that storm okay. had happened. I'm okay with that. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, his uh, and Malcolm was almost written out and combined into Alan Grant was going to be a combination, and Jeff Goldblum had been interviewing for it, and Spielberg was like, "Yeah, we might be combining him." And Jeff Goldblum kind of was like, "I don't think you should. I think I think this is a character here." Um, so Jeff Goldblum kind of saved uh, <laughs> and Malcolm being. Included in that movie. Uh, life finds, yeah. it, finds it, a way. It finds a way. And I guess the newest, like, fun fact... Oh, no, there's more. Uh, you can see the <laughs> DNA sequence uh, on the raptor when it's looking up at the grates, when they're all up in the air ducts. The uh, cup shaking, they, that was a hard effect for them to do with the T-Rex stomping, the tremor effects. They couldn't get it right. And then one of the guys was driving his car, listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire, and was noticing the rain hitting his windshield was vibrating uh, to the base. And so what they do is they take a guitar string right under the uh, right under the cup, and oh. they pluck it, and that's the T-Rex footprint. The T-Rex stuff, hmm. yeah. And then... Uh, uh, yeah, I've heard that one before. Yeah, and then it just got introduced, uh, inducted into the National Film Registry this year, Jurassic Park. Hmm. So... Talk about the... Uh, the, the sounds for the dinosaurs, like what they're made of. There's some dinosaur, yeah. I mean, they're all different sounds. You got the T-Rex, which is like a, the main ones are like dog and elephant, but you can hear some uh, uh, bear in there and crocodile and whatnot. You got the raptor, which is a lot of dolphin and walrus sounds. Like the velociraptor scream is a high-pitched uh, altered dolphin uh, sound. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. The Dilophosaurus, oh, okay. the one that eats... Dennis Nedry is uh, a lot of swan sounds and uh, <laughs> uh, rattlesnake sounds as well. Swans are yeah. scary. Uh, so they're they're all a mix. Even the Brachiosaurus is a whale and a few other sounds. So, but yeah, if you listen to uh, some like upsets, like when elephants are upset, you can kind of hear the T Rex. Yeah. Well, now that you say elephant, I can yeah. definitely hear so, the elephant. In yeah, the I, I can hear it yeah. too. Guys, I know I've taken up all your podcasts, but you got you wanna. I wrote down a bunch of uh, dinosaur inaccuracies. Yes, let's hear movie. it. Let's let's get down to it. Science. What did they get wrong? Science. Yeah. So this is th- these are some of the things that uh, Jurassic Park got wrong about dinosaurs. But it's okay. I'm glad you're finally gonna say them all on a podcast. Jurassic Park got a, <laughs> did a lot of good for dinosaurs and public perception. It showed us that dinosaurs could be fast. It showed them that they were just animals and not monsters. Um, it 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 did a, it did a lot well. But here's some stuff it did not right. Uh, so in the movie. The Brachiosaurus has the largest lung capacity, so it should be the loudest dinosaur. But the T-Rex is the loudest one, technically. Mm. So uh, if you you were watching uh, an audio uh, 
like when we record the podcast, the T-Rex would show up louder than the Brachiosaurus' sound. Uh, and the Brachiosaurus probably didn't make any whale sounds, and Brachiosaurus probably didn't sneeze. People have suggested that with the amount of pressure that it would need to sneeze up its <laughs> tall neck, it would actually pop its head off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. It does sneeze yep. all over her. <laughs> um, the Dilophosaurus is probably where they get the most wrong in mm. uh, in Jurassic Park. It's where they make the the biggest... I, I wouldn't say mistakes. I think they knew what they were doing, but the Dilophosaurus is so much bigger than it is in that movie. It's about, like, 23 feet long. The... the spitter, the one with the yeah. frills uh, that eats Nedry. It doesn't have the frill. It's about 23 feet long. It's probably... 23? It's probably as tall as a human, uh, maybe a little bit bigger. These things were uh, larger carnivores in the Jurassic era. Why didn't they just pick a different dinosaur then? Uh, Why didn't they? Crichton had him in the in the books as oh, well with the okay. scene and everything. Um, no venom. It didn't spit anything. Uh, it doesn't have any glands that you find there. So basically, you're not actually seeing a Dilophosaurus in Jurassic Park. Disappointing. <clears throat> I would say, yeah. Gotcha. So the actual dinosaur didn't spit. Didn't like, spit. Didn't have that neck frill. Right. Uh, <laughs> it, it could it could kill you without blinding you. It, it was big enough uh, to do all that. Uh, raptors also really mixed up in the Jurassic Park movie. Rap. So a Velociraptor is actually about the size of a turkey. It's not that big. <laughs> but the name Velociraptor is very cool. Um, and... In the 60s, we discovered the Dinoticus, which is uh, similar to the Velociraptor, and that's about the size of a wolf. So Crichton had, in his book, Velociraptors the size of Dinoticuses, but Velociraptors a cooler name. But they, they, they made him bigger in the movie, like human size, six feet tall. But then the month that Jurassic Park came out in theaters, scientists discovered what they call the Utah Raptor, which is about six feet tall, a little bit bigger even, uh, which is now this Mega Raptor. So what you're seeing in Jurassic Park was an undiscovered dinosaur that was discovered after the movie was made. They, they told the future. Yeah. Uh, huh. raptors probably didn't travel in packs. There's no real evidence for that. Uh, we'd like to That's imagine dinosaurs too. travel in packs, but with yeah. the amount of, uh, cognitive reasoning you need and mammals and birds and everything to work together, it's probably safe to assume that <laughs> reptiles didn't have that, but they still, pro they could have acted like Komodo dragons where it was like more aggressive. Like they took down something together, but it was they fought each other for the food and everything. That's such a big part of, like, yeah. especially the new movies. Yeah. Like, the Velociraptors being a pack. Yeah, not a thing. So, yeah. Uh, and then the T-Rex also has some things. T-Rex probably wasn't as fast. Uh, John Hammond says they clocked the T-Rex at 30 miles an hour. We've recently uh, 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 found out that T-Rex was probably slower, probably couldn't do a full-out run because of its... <clears throat> its size and its leg length and everything and the way its femur bones are shaped so it's probably slower so uh either we could outrun a t-rex but uh yeah we could outrun a t-rex maybe depending on uh if, i definitely if could. It could but yeah so <laughs> i definitely could driving away from a t-rex is easy so that's not that's not an issue but um you probably wouldn't have to worry too much it, it wouldn't be at 30 miles an hour and the T-Rex vision thing, that's a whole problem as well. T-Rex <laughs> have binocular vision, and like most predators, that means they can see straight ahead, they can see layers, and the T-Rex has a massively sized brain, which means it can process more of the information it's seeing. So 
when something's in front of it, it's it's seeing things in definition. So it can tell when something ahead of it isn't part of the background. And even if that's not true, the T-Rex had such a strong sense of smell that it would know you're there, even if its vision was based off movement. So the whole, like, it can't see you if you don't move. Yeah. If, if you're ever sent back in time and you see a T-Rex, run. Because <laughs> what we've, we've learned that they're slow enough that you should move when you see a T-Rex. So, yeah, and Malcolm should have been able to outrun it, but he did not. Uh, there's no there's no feathers on the dinosaurs, but they explain that away in Jurassic World by saying they none of the dinosaurs are natural and they've made them look how people are want them to look. Uh, and then the, the last one I have is that when Dennis Nedry's taking the embryos, when he's taking all the stuff to steal and put in the Barbasol can, Stegosaurus is spelt incorrectly. <gasps> What? Yeah. What? So, wow, those stupid scientists. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know how to spell Stegosaurus. Yep. <laughs> so. Um, that, oh! That's all very fascinating. Uh, the first Jurassic Park movie was filmed in Hawaii for like a jungle uh, atmosphere, but then the Lost World Site B was filmed in like the Prairie Creek Redwoods because uh, it was more agreed upon that dinosaurs probably lived in more of a foresty area than a tropical area. Mm. Nice. So, huh? All, all right. fun facts. That was probably a lot. It's all very. And that was really interesting. interesting. So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And he he like he wrote a list so he'd remember what to say. But I'll, I'm just like watching him say this stuff. He he has it. He's not reading anything. He just knows all this Eric, information. <laughs> you're like, you're like pretty. pretty Actually, smart, <laughs> um, if you play this podcast episode like on a loop, it's. It's like my life, actually. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, You'll a get a bit. taste of my life. Yeah. So. All right, well, should we rate it? Yeah, what's our rating Eric, system? What should our rating system be? Ooh, ooh, yeah, that's tough. Uh, I would say you should rate it uh, one out of ten. Welcome to Jurassic Parks. Welcome to Jurassic Welcome to Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, how many do you give it, Eric? <laughs> uh, well, Kendra... I'm on the edge of my seat. Corbin, my dear Christian Flincham, I rate this 10 Jurassic Parks. 10 out of 10. Nice. Um, Nice. I'm also going to give it a 10. I know. It stresses me out, but it's it's so good and so classic and so well-filmed. And I love, I mean, I don't love Lex. I don't love the kids because they get a little annoying, but I love everybody else. So. Yeah. yeah. It's doing pretty they good. Do. I would agree with that. Like that. No, I she like... screams so much. As I when I was a kid, oh, when I was a kid, I hated Lex. But as I got older, I'm like, no, I get it. I get what they're going. And if you read the book, she's so much more useful in the movie. So <laughs> in the movie she's more useful. Oh yeah. In the <laughs> wow. uh, in the book, they're switched. He's younger and she uh she's younger and he's older, and she's just a useless seven year old or eight year old. She oh, is that's annoying. She is the worst. But anyway. Corbin? Um, I'll probably give it a nine. Nice. Say nine. All right. Nice. All right. Well, I'm going to give this a ten. Nice. Because I love this movie growing up, and this was one of the movies, too, that, you know, I was so excited for. Mm -hmm. It made me even read a book about (laughs) scenes in the movie. Yeah. Wow. So, like, I was that excited that it motivated uh, me to read, so... (laughs) <laughs> I don't think that I rewatched this movie a lot, so yeah, I I don't know I, if... when 
when we rewatched it at, mm-hmm. at Christmas, that was the first time that I'd seen him in a in a, in a good mm-hmm. bit. So, I think when we watched it at Christmas this year, it had been two years since I watched the first movie. Mm, but I, okay. I I've rewatched Jurassic World and uh, Fallen Kingdom a few times, so I feel like I'm so always how, watching one of these I, movies. I know we're not. Um, we were just talking about the first two, but I would like to get like a, a little five minute talk about what you think th- about the new ones because I've heard mixed mixed reviews, mixed things on them. So I'd like to I'd like to hear why you I like. love Jurassic World, and as I said, it's because watching it, it's like. Oh, I'm a kid. This is a, a kid helped make this, and it's great. Um, it does, it does a lot of crazy things. When the the, the raptors when they get loose, uh, it's great. I love the t- seeing the T Rex again, and it's the same T Rex from the first movie. Um, and I, like, I get a little choked up when it looks like the T Rex is losing in Jurassic World to the Indominus, and it's like smashing it through the wall. I'm like, come on, T Rex, do this. And then, but then the Raptor shows up, and it does a little, it does a little bit from the Lost World soundtrack, and the Raptor like jumps on the T Rex's back so it can get leverage to jump on the Indominus, and they're just teamed up, and it's just like, yes. I, when I saw that the first time, and I saw it a second time at theaters as well, like I just laughed the whole time he out did. of like joy yeah. because it was just like <laughs> this is what I've always wanted to see. Um, that movie has some inaccuracies too, though. Pterodactyls can't lift a human; too big. We're too heavy. No creature has ever lived that can lift humans into the air. Um, Interesting. And yeah, th- yeah. You don't have to worry about being picked up. I mean, they could probably still kill you. Yeah. But you don't have to be wor- worried about it carrying you around. And you like Fallen Kingdom. And uh, I was kind of disappointed with Fallen Kingdom, but actually on this rewatch with you two, with uh, Kendra and Corbin, I liked it a lot more. I think the first hour is very exciting on the island, and because I've now seen it and I know what to expect after the island, I'm I'm more down. Yeah. So, mm. uh, and it's I'm excited. Shit. I want these movies, I don't think they're going to in the next one, but I want these movies to go nuts. I want, like, dinosaurs everywhere. I basically want to see a live action of the cartoon Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, where it's just us driving around in sweet cars, driving away from some cool dinosaurs. But yeah. That's what you want. But Fallen nice. Kingdom is uh, it's harder to defend, but that first hour on the island is just like... It's exciting stuff with the volcano and the the Baryonyx. The Baryonyx, like, there was a toy for the Baryonyx with the first Jurassic Park movie. And we're like, what is this? And they finally got him in the fifth movie. So Wow. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. the only one that I haven't seen. Is oh, you Kingdom. haven't seen Fallen Kingdom? No, I haven't seen Corbin, it. Corbin, how did you like it? Because you watched it for the first time with us. I watched it. Um, You don't have to say you like I won't be offended at all. It's, okay. a, it's a sad um, movie at times, too. Dude, it, like, sucked, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. I, I, like you said, I enjoyed it. I had fun uh, with being on the island. It, it kind of, I was not a fan. I, I, well, are we are we saying spoilers at all? Yeah. Christian hasn't seen it. Oh, well. No, yeah. I wouldn't. I don't care. You can Well, uh, no, it's okay. I'll just say that. That's not spoilers. I'll just say I'll just say I was not a fan of the the little girl oh. and that oh. concept. Maisie, I, I didn't. Maisie, oh, I, I I know what you're talking about. The, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The concept of it, yeah. I didn't really care for. Yeah, it just kind of seems like it's 
Yeah. Is that the route we're going into with I felt, these? I felt kind and of then, bad. Oh, God. And then, the, it, I guess having an auction for dinosaurs can make sense in a world. Mm-hmm. Well, but I, also, it kind of, I was kind of confused at why people would want to spend millions of dollars on a well, thing that kill them. The movie, these new ones try to tend to like commentate on real world stuff. And right. with the second one, it's kind of discussing like animal abuse and like trafficking of animals. So like, I mean, people do pay money to have a tiger and you know rare, rare animals that you shouldn't have and i don't i don't think it's beyond uh, reasonable to think that like bad rich people would pay money to own an oh, allosaurus yeah. just to say they have yeah it. yeah so um yeah, yeah i can see that i you know eric what, i heard this on another podcast Yes, and it made a lot of sense. Maybe it and <laughs> they were uh, they were a fan of Fallen Kingdom, right? But they they made the argument why it seems like a built-in sequel idea is somebody finds that Barbasol can, and yeah, well, they, does they something in the first that. movie they say that it only ha- it, it's uh, that that uh, is only going to keep them cold for a certain amount of time. So we okay because he tells him he's like you only have so many time and Dennis Nerd he's like well that's up to your guy on the boat uh, so the idea is that you know once that can was lost after I think it's like forty eight seventy two hours it's done those embryos are mm. are useless okay okay that so makes sense I think gotcha. if you get around that I think you could do that but now that um but yeah with the way things are going I don't think you need to do that anyway Fallen Kingdom right, was definitely right. setting up things for the next movie but. It was kind of one of those things that had to happen as well if you were going to do yeah. what they did. Um, I felt bad coming on to talk about Jurassic Park because, I one, I knew I was going to talk long. But, two... It's all right, baby. Because I... It, yeah, it's better Jurassic, than anything we could have given. Jurassic Park <laughs> is a movie I don't necessarily consider a nostalgic film for me because I'm never like, I wonder if Jurassic Park still holds up, you know? Like I watch it but so all often. Your stuff about it makes you feel yes. like a kid. And that's no, what that's that's is. that's what happened this viewing. And Jurassic World has scenes. I didn't think it would happen, but when Jurassic World, the two kids, the two brothers, go to the old visitor center and the old piano theme starts to play, I'm like, Oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> so it it I I realized that it doesn't matter how many times I watch it, it's still yeah, it's still something I would consider yeah. I get nostalgic about. So. Well, Eric, all I all I can say is that I hope if Jurassic Park or Jurassic World ever ever happens that mm. you will you will take yeah. me because we all know we all know dinosaurs yeah. out as soon as he can. Yeah, so we all I know. Uh, Eric, him. I will help you. Yeah, I will be your number okay. two, man. Well, you two can go yeah. and you can have fun. And get yeah, we all know. Oh, Kendra's not going to go with you. It, it it is one of those movies that like not with Eric. No it's, way. It's one of those movies where I think <laughs> about like where is home. Jurassic Park is home for me. Mm. I mean, technically, I should say my wife, wherever Kendra is, is home. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> but That's all right. I understand. In, in another way, like that that island in the first movie, it's like that. That's it. That's where. That's where home is. I still like when a good thunderstorm is happening. It it sends me right back there as well because I'm like, oh yeah, T Rex is outside, gonna eat me. <laughs> so he would love that. He would love to so, get a dinosaur. Yeah. All right, I'll stop talking about it so you guys can end your podcast. Kendra's going to have to edit out so many dinosaur facts. Yeah, I'm leaving it all <laughs> in, baby. It's all gold. The raptor, when it hatched, it wouldn't be all that gooey and bloody and everything. 
Doesn't make any sense. Go. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop with Dennis. Okay. Now. She'll only. She'll only end if you. <laughs> do you guys make fun of people in da- the Dakotas or something? <laughs> do, do you guys remember the uh, um, the egg toys for the third one? Yeah. Yeah. Where it, like it was like an egg that you mm-hmm. could. Yeah, up and I had like a yeah. triceratops. Eric, baby. I think the third one was the first one I saw in theaters. Yeah, yeah, that was, was I saw the I saw Lost it. World in theaters. I saw that twice in theaters, and then I saw the third one in theaters once. Um, but yeah, that that the Lost single. I mean, we gotta stop. Otherwise, I'd have to come back for the Lost World. But even then, you don't want me back. So <laughs> maybe I gotta, I gotta stop. Eric, we always we we'll always see. want you back. Look, As a matter you, of fact, if you want if you want more fun information about Jurassic Park, there is a site called Jurassic Park Outpost, which is just a bunch of Jurassic Park facts, and you can see all these uh, world building stuff and everything. So there you nice. go. Well, Eric, we've enjoyed you on so much that we're actually, this is Christian's last, and we're going to keep going. <laughs> you have a new job. Um, okay, well, I do want to talk about some Oscar stuff. Thank you for sticking with us if you're if you're still here, still listening. Hey. Um, so, no, I'm just saying, because this is going to be our longest episode yet. Um, yet. So, uh, what we'll do is I'll read out the nominees, and then you can say... Uh, which one you think is going to win. If you have an opinion. Some of these you may not have an opinion. So let's start with Best Picture. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Eric. They're allowed to choose nine? They're allowed to choose up to ten Best Pictures, but They're they never do anymore. They're allowed to choose ten. They haven't since like 2000. They only chose eight. I don't eight understand nine it. And, 2009 and ten were the Just last choose yeah. ten. But anyway, the choices are Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, A Star is Born, Vice. What are your thoughts? Roma. You forgot Roma. Oh, and Roma. I missed Roma. Roma's um, probably going to win, but Green Book has been winning a lot of awards. You think Roma's going to win? Yeah, but Green Book is more sensible for the Oscars, I suppose, the way they go. I could see it going to <sighs> Black Klansmen or A Star is Born. You don't think... You don't... Uh... Yeah. I don't think I, Vice. I don't. I. I mean, I don't Black Panther would be cool, but I don't. I don't think it's gonna go to Black no, Panther. No, I think they just gave it the nom. Yeah, which um, is cool. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so I've seen two of those. Um, yeah, I haven't seen any of these, so I will just say Roma. Many of them, you can uh, stream them on like Vudu or Amazon right now, and several of them are still in theaters. So Green Book is still in theaters, Vice, The Favorite <laughs> is still in theaters, and Bohemian Rhapsody is still in theaters. So you can see all those, and then the rest of them are all streamable on something. Um, so... Best director, not Bradley Cooper. He done been uh, done been shunned in this, which I think yeah, is stupid. For sure. But um, Alfonso Cuarón for Roma, Yorgos Lenthimos for The Favorite, Spike Lee for Black Klansman, Adam McKay for Vice, and Powell Palakowski for Cold War. I would guess whichever movie wins Best Picture. Yep. It, out of Roman, out of Roma or Black Klansman, the other is going to win Best Director. Oh, so if Roma wins, oh. Spike Lee might get Director, and if 
uh, Black Klansman wins, then Alfonso is going to get Best Director, I would imagine. Interesting. I That's very this, interesting. This list is so interesting this year. I think in many categories, like it's names we've never heard of. It's it's ones that like I wouldn't have thought were going to be. Didn't you know, Alfonso do Children it's of Men? A, You've heard of him. I've heard of him. Okay, never mind. But, um, I mean, I've, I've heard of Alfonso Cuaron. He's like, he's a bigger name. But like, and Spike Lee. But the other one, I don't know. <laughs> I just think it's an interesting. Okay. It's not like you, Spielberg, McKay, McKay's Wes been Anderson. Up there for, uh, McKay was part of uh, you know, Big Short. Not, uh, yeah, McKay Big Short. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Big Short. And he also did that one Will Ferrell movie you loved. The other guys, Anchorman. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not like the typical ones we see, like Scorsese, Spielberg. Right, Wes right. Anderson, Quentin Tarantino. It's I like how like, uh, on the Jurassic Park episode you throw shade at Spielberg for being nominated. I'm not throwing shade at Spielberg. I'm just saying. Yeah, what's up, Kendra? A different list. Okay, Best Actress: <clears throat> Yalitza Aprizio for Roma, Glenn Close for The Wife, Olivia Coleman for The Favorite, Lady Gaga for A Star Is Born, and Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me. Oh god. This is what Melissa McCarthy Glenn Close does. could get a legacy win and uh I think it's yeah. Lady Close. Lady Gaga is the popular pick, I think. Yeah, right. I think so yeah. too. So Melissa McCarthy makes like five crazy ones a year and then <clears throat> one serious one so she can yep. get an Oscar now. Yeah. Best actor Yeah, screw her for taking roles she enjoys. <laughs> Best actor, Christian Bale for Vice, Bradley Cooper for A Star is Born, William Defoe, and actually, Willem. It's not William yeah, Defoe. It's Willem. It's Willem Defoe. Yeah. Well, I've been did saying you not, All right. Did you not know that? No, I've been saying it wrong oh, in my yeah. life. Willem Defoe for At Eternity's Gate, Remy Malik for Bohemian Rhapsody, Viggo Mortensen for Green Book. Defoe. I think Bradley Cooper. Defoe all day! I'm rooting for Defoe all day. I think. Bradley Cooper. I think Bradley Cooper should, but also uh, Remy Malik has gotten just like tons of praise for like being yeah. uh, Freddie Mercury in the movie. That's so that's a hard category, I think. <clears throat> um, best supporting actress: oh, Amy uh, Adams for <clears throat> Vice, Marina De Tavera for Roma, Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk, which wasn't nominated for Best Picture, which is crazy. Emma Stone for The Favorite and Rachel Weisz for The Favorite. You're yeah. a big Rachel Weisz fan. Yeah, but that's because I'm in love with her. Yeah. Well, so. that makes sense. Ever since but... the, the wow. Mummy. If you guys ever want me on for The Mummy. <laughs> oh. 1999 is, how do you The say, Mummy. How do you say her last name? I say Rachel Weisz. <clears throat> I think it's Weisz. With a W? Yeah. yeah. I'd always hoped she wanted to be Rachel Mickles, but not the oh. way it turned out. I just called her Weisz. Yeah. I, I'm sure she won't care. I think uh. it's going to go to <laughs> Marina de Tavra for Roma. I cannot comment, as I've seen none of these I movies. I know, I've seen none of them too, so I'm choosing blindly. But anyway, Best Supporting Actor, Mahershala Ali for The Green Book, Adam Driver for Black Klansman, Sam Elliott for A Star is Born, which I thought was an interesting pick, Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell for Vice. It's between Mahershala and, uh, Mahershala. Mahershala and uh, Adam Driver. I really? Believe. I was thinking Sam Elliott. I, uh... Maybe. Su- Who knows? Supporting actors is always, like, the toughest category, but I, I would go Ali. Um, okay, so... I don't want to read all of these. Just read the Best Animated one. Buster Scruggs was nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. 
I don't know if it'll win, but it's there. Um, costume design, Buster Scruggs, Black Panther, The Favorite, Mary Poppins Returns, Mary Queen of Scots. Um, best original song, All the Stars from Black Panther, I'll Fight from RBG, The Place Where the Lost Things Go, which I think is the weirdest choice from that movie. Is that the one you would have picked from that movie? What are we talking about? Mary Poppins. I don't care about Mary Poppins Returns. Do you remember? <laughs> well, the Place Where the Lost Things Go is not a standout song. Anyway, <clears throat> Shallow from A Star is Born, which is my pick. And this is funny. When a cowboy trades his spurs for wings from the ballad of oh. Mr. Scruggs. <laughs> I, I actually really like that song. Yeah, that's a fun song, but it's Lady Gaga yeah. Shallow. Um, and lastly, best animated feature, Incredibles 2, oh, Blech, <coughs> Isle of Dogs, Mar- Mirai, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man. I think it's going to be Spider-Man. I, I haven't seen any of them. No. But, uh, well, I didn't I like the first record, Ralph. <laughs> I don't know. I thought Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is my favorite superhero movie of the year. And might be the best Spider-Man movie, period. But I don't know if it will beat Isle of Dogs because it's stop mode. But just the animation style and everything, I think it should be Spider-Man. But I'm biased. Yeah, mm. it's true you are. I got spider bias. The, the only nomination that A Quiet Place got was Best Sound Editing. That's ironic. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, wow. I really think it should have more than that. But yeah. anyway, yeah, that, sure. that's the big ones, so... Anywho, we'll see when 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 they come out. I love the Oscars. It's my favorite time. So I gotta. I'll be watching all the movies and letting you know how they are. Yeah, please do because I probably will not watch the Oscars nor any of these movies. So well, yeah, you normally don't. I'm gonna watch Roma and Black Klansman and uh, I guess Green Book. I'm gonna see Bohemian Rhapsody. I still haven't seen that one. So you don't want to see The Favorite, and you don't want to see Vice, right? I guess. I mean, I'll see whatever, but yeah, I could care less about Vice. Uh, the Favorite looks like one of those period dramas well, that I Vice don't care for. Vice supposed to be that good, yeah. is it? No. Anyway. No. All right. Well, if you want to share your thoughts on Jurassic Park or the Oscars or anything else, you can find us at Nostalgia Me This on Twitter and Nostalgia Me This at gmail.com uh, if you prefer to email uh, we would love to hear your thoughts and uh, get suggestions, all that sort of stuff. Uh, and you can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. Eric, please take us out with a Jurassic Park quote. We always end with a quote. I know it's hard to choose. From the first movie. <laughs> yes. He, he just looked at me with like a terrified face. <laughs> uh, I know, well, it's always daunting. Uh because it's the thing I always forget about. Uh, Mr. Andrews, after careful consideration, I've decided not to endorse your podcast. <laughs> nice! Oh. Nice! Way to oh. adopt. I was adapt. like, wait a minute, you said the wrong name. <laughs> Kendra. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>